Hello, and welcome to America in Focus, powered by the Center Square. I am Dan McCaleb, executive editor of the Center Square Newswire Service. Joining me today is the Center Square's Washington, D.C. Bureau Chief, Casey Harper. Another busy week in Washington and across the country. We are recording this on Friday, August 25th. Casey, Republicans hoping to win their party's nomination for president ahead of the 2024 election debated for the first time this week in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Of course, the front runner by far, former President Donald Trump, skipped the debate and did his own thing with former Fox News host Tucker Carlson on X, the uh, social media platform formerly known as Twitter. Separately, Trump turned himself into authorities in Georgia the day after the debate to face charges he tried to overturn the 2020 election in the Peach State. Had his mugshot taken, the whole works, but that's a whole other episode of America in Focus this week, so listeners should go check out that segment at americastalking.com. For this segment, Casey, let's stick to the debate. You covered it. What were your biggest takeaways? Yeah, I mean, the debate was very fiery. It was a little crowded up there. I mean, I'm sure for many Americans watching, they're saying, who is that guy on the end? A couple of candidates, I think, had almost no name recognition. And as our uh, Center Square Voters Voices poll shows, um, they have no support, really, or at least less than 1%, you know, 0%. There's several candidates up there who have, you know, 0% or 1% or maybe 4%, whereas the poll shows, you know, Donald Trump is far out in the head, leading by, you know, dozens of points, right? I mean, 30, over 30 points, I believe. DeSantis is in second. And, uh, you know, former, they, former, or, excuse me, uh, yeah, Florida, former, Governor Ron. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, a Republican um, there who's seen for a while as the only challenger to Trump, though. That's definitely that's confidence has started to erode. And, you know, so the podium goes from the middle outward, middle being the highest. Um, the middle podium has the highest support. So, it's you know, Ron DeSantis and then Vivek Ramaswamy is next to him. And he uh, Ramaswamy actually really stole a lot of the spotlight. DeSantis's team said going into the de- debate that they expected to a dogpile on DeSantis, that all the candidates would go after the second place, which is DeSantis and pile on him. But that's really not what happened many exchanges, DeSantis um, kind of faded to the background, wasn't even in the conversation, but Ramaswamy rose rose to the top as a very combatant, combative um, candidate. Now, I think there's some pros and cons to that. I think at times Ramaswamy came off as combative, as a little bit um, maybe arrogant, a little bit cocky, but he also made a lot of good points. He landed a lot of um, good shots on, he absolutely, in my opinion, destroyed Chris Christie earlier in the debate, uh, New Jersey, former New Jersey governor, Chris Christie landed a pretty funny line on Ramaswamy saying he's like chat GPT because of how his, you know, how he sounds. And then, but then later on in the debate, um, Ramaswamy just decked um, Christie um, saying his entire campaign was based on, you know, vengeance against Trump. And, and the way it was said was really funny. And it, when they were going back and forth at one point, Chris Christie got so booed that he had to stop talking a couple of times. So, um, you know, I think for Ramaswamy's perspective, he accomplished what he wanted to accomplish, which is name recognition and putting himself as equal to these lifelong politicians, people who've run states. He's just kind of a no-name businessman. So I think he did that. He elevated himself to being one of their peers, one of their equals. He cast, he set himself apart. He talked a lot about how we need a younger candidate, um, someone to, you know, uh, cast a new vision. It can't be an established politician. We need an outsider. So he did that. I think DeSantis maybe held the line. Uh, he didn't make any huge mistakes, although he has gone viral for how when um, the the candidate, the uh, moderator asked, would you support Trump even if he were um, convicted of a crime? Right. Would you still support him for the for 
president. And, uh, you know, Ramaswamy immediately rose his hand. Other candidates pretty quickly rose their hands. And this video, which has gone viral on Twitter and social media right now, it shows Ron DeSantis kind of look to see the other candidates and then raise his hand. And he has like a one and a half second delay. Now, it could be he zoned out. It could be he just was you know, he just kind of missed the step. But in the in the video, it kind of looks like he looked to see what other people would say before making his own decision. So he's taken a lot of flack for that. But otherwise, things haven't moved too much. I mean, we can go one by one, but I'd be curious to hear, you know, what you thought or what you've heard as kind of key takeaways as well, Dan. Well, yeah, I think you, you, you pretty much nailed it. Um, I guess my biggest takeaway is that at this point, no one distanced themselves from the other the other candidates who are significantly t- trailing Trump um, in in polling and whatnot, so they're, 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 no one really distinguished themselves. Um, it was it was an entertaining debate, I guess, if 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 you like the back and forth arguments and the trying to talk over each other um, stuff. But after this first debate, Donald Trump still remains the front runner by far. I guess it'll be interesting to see new polling after the debate. I just don't see it moving the needle one way or the other for anybody. Maybe Ramaswamy just because he's so unknown to to many voters and he he finally got his chance, you know, to get out there on national television. It was broadcast on Fox um, News and um, um, maybe that'll help him a little bit. But I, in, in terms of the, the how he did in his performance and how all the other candidates did, no one set themselves apart, I don't think. Right. So, yeah, it is a very interesting primary. I mean, it's kind of unprecedented where we have all, all the first place contender not there um, and then everyone else fighting for second place. But second place is so distant from first, you wonder if it's even relevant. And I was thinking about this during the debate. What I kind of landed on was, uh, for someone like for Ramaswamy, for instance, who he praised Trump multiple times. So he's praising his biggest competition. He said that Trump was the greatest you know, president of this century. He said he would pardon Trump immediately if he were elected. And so I'm like, what is Ramaswamy doing here? So one of two things, either he's r- planning, he's just getting his name out there so that when he runs again in 2028, he'll be a pro-Trump, you know, Trump 2.0 alternative. So when Trump has kind of had his time, which I guess is not a bad long-term strategy. But then I was thinking, okay, short-term, what's he doing? Well, if he really is positioning himself as Trump 2.0, if Trump really does get arrested and put in prison, you know, and maybe he decides to bow out of the race because of some of his legal troubles, um, or maybe him going to prison is enough to have a lot of people say, man, Trump's literally in prison. Ramaswamy's pretty good. He's basically a younger version of Trump. He's going to pardon Trump. Maybe I just support Ramaswamy. I get a different ver- I get a Trump 2.0 and I get Trump pardoned and you know maybe something like that could be enough to push Ramaswamy over the edge. So those are kind of the two outs I saw for Ramaswamy. Some of those other candidates, they're basically I think just hoping that Trump goes to jail because otherwise like you know they uh, they have no chance. And the next debate, I think, is scheduled for next uh, month. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I believe it's September 27th. Okay, so look forward uh, to that. Don't expect Donald Trump to show up at that debate um, either. But with tr- Trump and all of his legal uh, problems, because it, despite the fact that he is he's outdistanced the other candidates by far, you know that those legal problems still are sort of a wild card 
uh, in the GOP primary. So we'll see what happens. Thank you for your insight into this story, um, Casey. Listeners can keep up with it at thecentersquare.com. We are out of time. For Casey Harper, I'm Dan McCaleb. Please subscribe, and thank you for listening.